0: What is culture without life? In our cultural program, we will discuss about the power of culture to change the comprehensions and the actions of our lives. Music, cinema, painting, books, photography,
1: poetry, and more and more. If you want to discover more about them, we invite you to join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Mushtar FM 89.6.
0: Hello, dear listeners, and today in the cultural with you are two Russians, Andrei and…
1: My name is Sasha, you know me.
0: Hi. Yeah, <laughs> you may remember Sasha from the last year, uh, and last week. this year, and last week, <laughs>
1: yes. Actually, you know, I like cultural programs so much that I had been in cultural the last week, this week, and the next week as well.
0: Yes, I'm promo. I can say,
1: yeah, 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 I can say that I actually occupied
0: cultural programs. Yeah, no, no one of us can take cultural anymore without Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So and yeah. today was for a reason why I said to Russians because today it's Russian cultural takeover occupation.
1: <laughs> 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 let's let's do more Shh, of these jokes. Don't
0: don't tell that word. <laughs> yeah, today we are gonna speak about Russian music. Modern music, because actually a lot of people know some music from the past, like, for example, Kino, DDT.
1: Not a lot of people. Agatha Christie. The they know Tchaikovsky, Prakovsky.
0: Well, that everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say most, a lot. Big percentage at mustarhas <laughs> uh,
1: Okay, that's more precise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No Kino, Agatha Christie, which were Russian rock in the 90s, 80s.
1: By the way, talking about Kino, I've already said that the next cultural program will be with me too. And actually, it's going to be about Russian music as well. And it's going to be about Viktor Tsoy and Kino, the band which is a big thing in Russian music. So, dear listeners, don't forget to turn on your radio next week as well and listen to our cultural about Russian music again. And maybe the next next will be about Russian music too, no?
0: Russian music, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there will be a Russian music program every Friday.
1: We- <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a great idea, I think. So,
0: yeah, Kino was a big thing, and now actually there are a lot of big things in modern russian music and i really wanted people to know about them because they really deserve it they make really great stuff they not only make music they uh, live the political the social life of our country the music nowadays became a really great platform to speak your mind and to get a big support and that's why i want people to know that in russia there is a big big this platform of music that is unknown for the world.
1: Yeah, I do agree with you. And actually, I can say that I'm really proud of Russian music nowadays. Yeah, me too. Some of the bands, they are very popular, even abroad. Some of them, actually, that's quite interesting. First, they became popular abroad, not in Russia. And only after that, they became popular in Russia. But before we mention the name of one of these bands that you, dear listeners, no, for sure, because it's very popular in Hungary. What I wanted to say that actually there is one interesting thing about Russian music and the different types of music styles. It's that the music is not only music. Uh-huh. As it was said in one of the songs of one punk rock band, Russian, of course, uh-huh. the rock in Russia is more than rock. In Russia, all the rock musicians are poets. Because it's very much about the lyrics. Would yeah. you agree with me?
0: Yeah, I agree with you because also you know, some uh, researchers, linguists say that Russian culture is literature-centric. Mm-hmm. So I think that's coming from this literature-centric rules because Russian rock has to be always like with these great texts. Yeah. The guitar may sound really dirty and really bad, but the yeah, text and care, everybody yeah. would like oh, this text... Mm.
1: Yeah, it's just, you know, my heart is bleeding and my soul is crying with these musicians who are poets. That's why probably in this program we're going to speak about the lyrics of the songs as well and quite a lot, but also many of the... Bands that we're going to talk about, as you, Andrey, said previously, they raise some social and political topics that for us are very understandable, but for those who don't know that much about political situation in Russia, they wouldn't be that, you know, obvious. Mm -hmm. That's why probably we're also going to explain some…
0: Some lyrics, yeah.
1: Some lyrics and some situation in Russia.
0: Because uh, without knowing some of the lyrics of some of the artists, uh, you won't feel how moving this song actually is. You will hear great melody, great vocals, or maybe rapping, but you still won't feel that what Russians feel when they hear those lyrics about.
1: Yeah, we want to make you feel like Russians. (laughs) I'm sorry for your listeners in advance. (laughs) But it's just for next two hours, so (laughs) please be patient. What I also wanted to add is that uh, not only we're going to speak about this music, but also you will listen to some of the tracks today. So prepare for Russian music. And also, dear listeners, you can listen to all of the songs we will be talking about during this program in the playlist, YouTube playlist that me and Andrei, we prepared it for you. And you can find it in our Facebook page if you type EVS Mushtar FM on Facebook. You will find our page. Please subscribe to mm-hmm. it. Find this post about this program and you will see all the video clips because some of that um, songs worth not only listening to, but also video clips are just amazing.
0: Yeah, and that's actually why we also will explain the lyrics, because for some of the videos, you may think that this video is some gibberish, understandable mix of images, and that's it. But if you understand the lyrics, you understand the metaphors that are hidden in the videos.
1: Now I think <laughs> it's enough for introduction. <laughs> for introduction, yeah. <laughs> Please pour yourself some tea or coffee or better tea with a praniki and uh, <laughs> enjoy Russian music with us. As we said before, there is at least one, at least, but not actually just one, band that is really, really, really well known in Europe.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially we, now.
1: Especially now. Which is, Andre? do you know?
0: Little big.
1: The Little big, <laughs> yeah. Do you like them?
0: Um, you know... It depends on the songs, actually. Some of the songs are, like, really weak, because I don't Some really... Li-
1: little. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because, for example, Song Uno, for me, it's not that catchy. Yeah, I don't know why. Too. Because I was thinking if they went to the Eurovision with Skibidi, they will destroy everybody, just yeah. completely. <laughs> but I also liked their uh, music before they changed the members of the band, mm-hmm. like Life in the Trash, and yeah, Give Me it Your Money... It was like real, real, real trash. But still, yeah, I like the Banana song, the Rock, Paper, Scissors. And I'm actually proud of them. Really, really proud that Europeans react like this. And I will tell you, our Italian friends, hi to them, Anto and uh, (laughs) Riccardo said that such a project wouldn't be able to be in Italy. It's impossible for Mm. such project to be in Italy because Italians are not ready for such music.
1: So now I feel proud. Yeah. We are the first yeah. <laughs> in space and in such a big thing like Little Big, <laughs> this trashy, catchy mix of everything, yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> But now we're going to talk about another interesting Russian band that is quite popular not only in Russia, but also abroad. So we're going to tell you, dear listeners, about them.
0: Uh, we are speaking about the previous name of St. Petersburg, <laughs> the band Leningrad. Wow, such a <laughs> riddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, some of our friends, they like them. Hungarian friends, I want mm-hmm. to say, not Russian friends, this would be so easy.
0: Yeah, um, I know Gergo likes them. He always asks me to put a song of Leningrad mm, who's <laughs> in the party. that parties?
1: mysterious man <laughs> you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, and his favorite song um, is about... Actually plastic,
0: plastic modification of breast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's called uh, breast, let's say. <laughs> yeah. But what's special about them is that uh, their video clips are very funny and mm-hmm. lyrics are kind of funny and on the topics that are understandable by anyone.
0: Yeah, they're really ironic, the lyrics.
1: Yeah, ironic. By the way, many bands we will be talking about are sharing this irony. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I have actually interesting story about Leningrad because I think everybody knows like the modern Leningrad with all this Voyage, (laughs) Breast and (laughs) other songs which they performed at Siget. But actually Leningrad started way, way back like in the beginning of 2000s, or maybe yeah. even earlier. And it was a funny story how I knew them. They were like even, I think, underground. At yeah, the beginning. they were. Yeah, and my mother bought me an audio cassette. Yeah, what? when I was 10. Can I you think. explain
1: to our young listeners, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's something that was before CDs. Uh, ah, yeah. by the way, CDs is something that <laughs> were before MP3s.
0: <Ampatries>. Yes. <laughs> so, and uh, there were this, a lot of songs with a lot of swearing. That's what we like, some <laughs> spicy stuff, you know. Yes, and I was at 10 years old <laughs> listening to all this stuff.
1: How many words did you learn?
0: <laughs> Actually, not that much because in my <laughs>
1: you already uh, knew. <laughs>
0: in my house, Yeah, all of my friends, they were like four or five years older than me. So I was actually the one who was bringing the swearing words to my class at school because I knew, found them out (laughs) in my yard and then went to school and told it to classmates. Yeah, and then at some point, I actually missed that moment when Leningrad evolutionized completely. They managed uh, not to stay in this underground area. They managed to popularize their music, but not popularize it like being just poppy and that's it. But they kept their style, but somehow changed it, amplified it, and now they're a really big thing.
1: Yeah, they are more than just a music band, but just a big project Mm -hmm. of everything, because they have different singers and uh, different musicians. They are really huge. I don't know how many participants are there. Oh, a lot, (laughs) yeah. That's, That's a really huge thing. And dear listeners, just to give you some fresh music in this part of our program, I want to tell you about some band called Niremanach Fiafan. And if you like Little Big and uh, maybe you heard Leningrad, you might like it. But also if you like electronic music. Because what is funny about that band is yeah, here I would like to quote Wikipedia. They say that musical style of the band Niremanach mm-hmm. Fiafan is modernized into ancient russian but it's an ancient russian drum and bass there are three members of the band one is niermanakh which is nero monk mm-hmm. fiafan other one is dj nikadim and i want to tell here that both of these names are like very very old fashioned really ancient russian <laughs> mm-hmm. And the third member is the bear. It's not a last name, it's not a name, it's, it's a bear. It's
0: a bear, yeah. It's a bear. Come on, it's r- Russian, classical Russian.
1: Classical Russian bear, the one that you could see on the streets if you go to one of the Russian cities.
0: Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you, being from Krasnoyarsk. Huh?
1: <laughs> I mean, Krasnoyarsk for sure, right? <laughs> it's Siberia, you know, bears, it's ne- it never goes uh, above uh, minus 37, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else I want to say here is that um, it is believed that the real names of members are unknown, mm-hmm. but actually we know them because uh, there was some kind of investigation by journalists mm. after Fiafan had uh, the interview with one of the top Russian journalists, mm-hmm. and they said that his name is Alex Stepanov. But still, he doesn't, you know, share something personal.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't show his appearance actually.
1: Yeah, he never shows his face. So it's like folk and uh, electronic music, which is drum and bass. And Schnur, who is the frontman of Leningrad band, mm-hmm. said about them. They combine uncombinable. I'm not sure if it's a, a proper English word. <laughs> but <you laughs> It's understand. okay,
0: I think it's understandable. Yeah.
1: Uncombinable could be, a, by the way, a good name for some, you know, grind drug. Uncombinable. <laughs> uncombinable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, they combine uncombinable. They are orthodox, atheist, communist believers.
0: <laughs> so, and we will continue with the modern Russian music and we will... Speak about some light music also. Light, I mean, in the meaning section. (laughs) And now I will speak about the band Daita Tank, which can be translated as Give Me the Tank, something like that.
1: (laughs) The fans of World of Tanks will be happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but don't be afraid, people. uh, This is not an aggressive band. It's actually garage rock for introvert dancers who miss Russian language. This description, yeah, was invented by the band in 2013, when the band's first album came out. The sound was really garagey, and the part about Russian language is explained by that. It was really fashionable to sing in English in the beginning of the 2010s. A lot of Russian artists were singing in English. I think the tattoo actually started this fashion of singing in English, and then, yeah, everybody wanted to sound English and maybe to get famous over the border yeah the ditank were one of those who preferred their own language instead and the band describes its genre as shy punk which actually can't exist because punks can't be shy <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> <laughs> but they explain it like this We're a loud band that sings something intimate But if you want to put them uh, in some usual genre Categories, so Dirty so Tank is a mix of punk rock and indie rock In their songs, they speak in about usual life stuff But with very interesting texts and rhymes Plus adding some irony and sarcasm For example, they may sing about love like this is the general topic. Oh, topic love. Uh, yeah, a uh, uh, general topic. But they will um, like speak about it. Like uh, when you want to sniff her hair, when you love mm-hmm. her, when you want to sniff her hair, which is strange because it's only the shampoo. And the other women also wash their hair. <laughs> 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 so nice. they like yeah they <laughs> like they deconstruct the love, and then they explain how you can understand if it's love or not. They in the Worse, they actually sing, uh, love is when the masturbation doesn't help. (laughs) When the feeling don't go away after masturbation, then it's love.
1: (laughs) Wow. Actually, you know, it's something that you might think about on the background of your brain, very, very background, (laughs) but never say out loud. So thanks, guys, for bringing up these topics.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this song is called Characteristica, which is... uh, uh, translated as characteristics, uh, but actually their sound differs from album to album. If you will listen to all of the albums, you will hear that they experiment experimenting all the times. And they say, we don't have our sound. I can listen to really different music. Why can't I play really different music? Hmm. Well, that's actually fair.
1: Yeah, it's but like Tarantino who wants to film every existing type of uh, movie.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there are other two songs that I would like to speak about. The other is also about love, but it's about the betrayal during the love. Ooh. Yeah. And the guy's really ironically he sings how the woman betrayed him, how she how she wasn't what he expected, she was behaving differently. And then in the verse he sings, I thought that you're a miracle, but you're Judas. <laughs> 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 and in Russian, yeah, in Russian language is the great rhyme so guys listen to also this song it's called Chuda or miracle and the final song that i will uh, speak about is monopoly it's a really philosophical song actually because he asks questions in this song like whom to be and he gives two variants like to be a really smart person but who is not really on time anywhere or be really responsible but be stupid like what would you choose and then he in the words, he sings that our life is like a tabletop game monopoly and you always ask if you are your shitty person or not and mm-hmm. what should you choose there is a trumpet in the background is this song, a saxophone even i think mm-hmm. and it's in a such easygoing manner that you actually start to think about your life but it doesn't overwhelm overload you with thoughts
1: mm. <laughs> yeah actually it's really interesting because Sometimes we don't need these super deep things mm-hmm. and the things that are on the surface, we don't really think about them. So, it's quite interesting. I think I will pay more attention to this band now.
0: Yeah, and you, dear listeners, pay some attention for them too because they uh, really, really deserve it and I don't think that they really popular among of people from abroad. but yeah. They deserve it, actually.
1: They deserve it. And, dear listeners, again, check our playlist now mm-hmm. on Facebook. Listen to guys because you will find their songs there
0: and we're moving on and we are going to speak about the other artists and it will be connected with money why will it be connected with money Sasha will tell us
1: oh <laughs> oh such a <laughs> such a good uh, transition you know it is really connected with money because her scenic name is Manetka which means koy... <laughs> but in a very cute way <laughs> because the normal coin is magneta. doesn't matter we won't go deep into Russian language what is interesting about her she was born in 1998 1998 mm-hmm. it's like very recently now she's 22 years old Ah, and by the way, it's a girl. You might guess by now. Mm-hmm. She was born in Yekaterinburg, which is, uh, let's say, capital of Urals. Like, in it's not Siberia, and, and uh, it's not it's,
0: it's Urals, yeah, Urals region. But actually, a little, a little detour. Yekaterinburg is actually this. I think among the cities, Russian cities, is one of the capitals of the artistic people. A yeah, lot true. of artistic people are from Yekaterinburg.
1: Yeah, there is this kind of thing as uh, the Leningrad rock community, mm-hmm. many musicians are from there. There is Siberian community, I mm-hmm. know. I'm talking about like past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the Soviet Union. And also Yekaterinburg is a very big thing. But back to Maneточka. She's very young. She's 22 years old. But she became popular in 2015 when she was 17 years old. And she was still studying at the school. She was in 11th grade, which is in Russia the last uh, Uh year in school. How did she become popular? Actually, she just published her first... um, set of songs, let's say, not an album, or yeah, we can call it album, on social network Vkontakte, which is mighty Russian Facebook. (laughs) And some, you know, critics, they say that she actually started like an internet meme because uh, her style is quite interesting. It's difficult to explain what is that. I was trying to gather all the things, uh, what they say about her. It's like pop rock, anti-folk, electronic elements. But none of them really describe the style of her. Mm -hmm. And you just should listen to her to understand. She has a very girlish voice. She sounds very naive.
0: And She uses that in her image, actually.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, true.
0: Some of the people actually think that she got stuck in that image. And even during the interviews, she's in that image. She's not real her.
1: Yeah, actually, when I first saw her interview, and I think it was in Ivan Urgant's uh, mm-hmm. show, it's like a late night show, but in Russia. In Russia yeah. It's like Russian Facebook, Russian late night show, you know, we have <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I didn't like her at all because she's like childish. I don't know why does she behaves it. Wow, I liked
0: her in that interview, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we don't have to be agree on every topic. Yeah, but she has this, you know, nice music and uh, I think that if I had a kid, I would uh, turn it on and the kid would fall asleep and see nice dreams with unicorns and uh, rainbow and stuff like that. What do kids see in their dreams? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) She says about her music is that, quoting, I think that my music is for... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> some, some parodies on Western yeah. FM.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a parody. I'm trying to be artistic, you know. <laughs> 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 Don't underestimate my <laughs> acting abilities. Okay. So, I think that my music is for this kind of cute girls who have pink hair, for example. In fact, it is very much loved by bearded men, which confuses me, she said.
0: Uh, actually, there was some, I think, publicist who explained this stuff because the our society has this, maybe because of all the stuff that society has to go through and all the stuff that really difficult for you in life, they have this, how do you say, this need for something like really cute and Maneточka gives this. She gives and you're like resting watching her. You're forgetting about all these problems, all this gray world is behind you. And you see this unicorn world with a (laughs) nice girl speaking in this beautiful voice and being like childish.
1: Yeah, true. And actually she has some quite a lot of music just for fun. But some of her songs are really very... Interesting because they raise some political and social topics. And it started even from the her first, that very debut album. I just wanted to quote a couple of words from one of the songs of her first album. The song is called The Coolest Anarcho-Communist. It starts with, My boyfriend is the coolest anarcho-communist. He wants Hungarians to live freely. So, oh. <laughs> Hungarians... <laughs> Here I want to mention really briefly two songs of her that I really like. And the first song is called Gari, Gari, Gari. Burn, burn, burn. This song is dedicated to the situation that took place the last year in Russia, in Siberia. The forests were burning and it was like a really huge ecological catastrophe. And from the officials, you could hear that it's like economically inefficient to yeah. extinguish this fire, which is crazy to my mind.
0: Yeah, there is also a law where you don't uh, uh, put out the fires that are far from the cities. So Ooh, that's it.
1: Very nice law. <laughs> yeah. So she created this uh, song. You will find it in our playlist. She actually said that all the money she would get from the views, listings of these songs from internet platforms would go for charity to Greenpeace and their department of uh, saving forest, fighting with fires. And another song, really briefly, it is about everything what happens in Russia. It's like really, really, really deep song. It's called Russian Ark. And in this song, she kind of represents Russia sailing in an ark, which is from Bible, you know, the uh-huh. guy, Noah, who saved the animals. <laughs> so that's kind of the idea that uh, we are saint people, we're going to be saved. And uh, it's a lot about God, that Russia is blessed by God. And uh, even though this ark is broken, it's still usable. You know? <laughs> and uh, also there are many, many images about current Russian situation. We we'll leave you with this song, And you can actually do your homework and translate the lyrics into English. (laughs) So now we're giving a homework. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, dear listeners, uh, translate the lyrics, uh, listen to the song, enjoy Russian music with us. And uh, now I'm curious about the next musician. Andrei, I heard that it's something connected with health.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually is. But the funny thing, I always heard this word in Russian, mm-hmm. but never understood what what the procedure is. The word is electrophores, and it's just you can transliterate it into English, and that's it. You will get the name of the procedure electrophoresis,
1: you mean? <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> and the name of the band, but yeah, I never understood. And I actually found out about them, I think, only last year, because now it will be a little bit of commercial, because last year I got a subscription to Yandex Music, which is, let's say... Russian
1: (laughs) Apple Music. (laughs) Russian Apple Music.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they, every day, they make a playlist of the day for you, based on the songs that you usually listen to. And... Sometimes they put some new songs, so you will know the new artists and so on. And I found out about uh, Electrophores from there. And this is Russian synth pop band. synth pop is actually, there are f- several Russian synth pop bands, which are really great. Maybe if I make the <laughs> second part of this program, uh, I will speak about them.
1: I think we have to.
0: Yeah. And uh, this Russian band was formed in 2012 in St. Petersburg. Electrophores is a crazy synthesizer groove, mystically stunning vocals and surreal lyrics. Electrophores is feeding public with watermelons, pineapples, and caviar during concerts. What? Yeah, so they do some performances with food.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> caviar, I heard caviar. Yeah, uh.
0: plus watermelons and pineapples, uh. interesting mix. <laughs> and for them, the to-be-as the concert is to die and give the best of yourself at every concert. Band also had two concerts at Manifesta 10, which is the biggest biennale of modern art in Europe. So maybe some of our listeners already heard about them. For today' program, I picked two songs of the Electrophores. First one is Alkogol moj vrag, which is
1: you uh, wanted to say drug,
0: which is friend. <laughs> yeah, which is alcohol is my enemy, but they actually sing like alcohol is my uh, friend, alcohol is my enemy. Mm-hmm. Like alcohol has these two
1: <laughs> two <You> know, sides. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Uh, what do they call? Uh, this is a very fashionable world. worried word about people who are. Uh, toxic, toxic friend, you know? That <laughs> toxic friend, for, for yeah. Toxic friend that you have, you kind of love him, but he doesn't
0: do any good <laughs> Basically, to Basically, <you. laughs> yeah. And in that song, they sing about, there actually, I can hear something even about myself in this song, in mm-hmm. the first verse. Yeah, because uh, in the first verse, they sing about that, like, I can spoil the evening and then, like, disappear in your memory. And Sometimes when I was drunk, yes, I'm, uh, some <laughs> some personal story. I was wow. drunk and I didn't have a mood. I would destroy the party for everybody else because if I'm not in mood, everybody shouldn't be in the mood when I'm drunk.
1: <laughs> thank you, Andrei, for letting me know it in advance. I will be very careful with you from now
0: on. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> but thank God nowadays I don't get that drunk to start destroying Not the party. Not yet.
1: And mm. <laughs> then
0: and then <laughs> and then leaving. Yeah. And the second song is "Relationship Is." <laughs> <laughs> and um, there they sing about this girl who is really beautiful, but really hero doesn't care about the relationship at all. So he's like singing, yeah, you are beautiful, but I don't care about it, because the relationship is <laughs>
1: that. <laughs> it's
0: that, yeah. And it's actually was a, was an anthem of our parties last year in the summer. We went to my dacha with my friends. Dacha is an out-of-town like countryside l- house, countryside house, yeah.
1: M- I ask your parents; they know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we went there. And we were listening to the song because it was three of us. Me, my, from university, a groupmate, a girl, and uh, a, and a guy, my really, really good friend. And we were listening to this song. We were all single and we were like, yeah, <laughs> the relationship is bad.
1: <laughs> oh, these boys. Oh, my God. All around <laughs> the world is the same. I'm pretty sure about it.
0: <laughs> yes. And about their sound, their voices, their vocals are actually somehow magical because they can make even like the general things about how he says to the girl that a a relationship are nothing to him, he doesn't care. They somehow tune their voice like that, that you, it just flows into your ears and you Mm. can't get rid of it. I Mm. can't explain it, but it's like magic.
1: Our listeners have to try it themselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And these two songs will be in the playlist also on Facebook.
1: Facebook, EVS Mushtar FM. Yep. But also, dear listeners, you can find us on Instagram, Mushtar FM, and uh, on different podcast platforms. And yes. you can listen to this podcast if you don't listen to it already. Uh, somewhere there.
0: <laughs> Sounds like we're finishing the program, but <laughs> Not no. Not
1: <laughs> yet. Not yet. But it's never too many reminders. We continue our music quiz, (laughs) Russian music quiz. And the next band, which we are going to discuss, actually, I like them very much and uh, like very much, very much. And their name is connected (laughs) to Snakes, I think, no?
0: Yes, yes. The snakes, actually, the, with such a name, was a horror movie with a big, big, huge snake who mm. was killing people and eating them Very almost good alive. Very yeah. good <laughs> then Their name is Anacondas with the mm-hmm. Z at the end, and their name is actually written in Latin, so you can easily find them. They are rap rock band from Astrakhan, which is a city in Russia. They call their genre pausen rap. I don't know what pausen means, unfortunately. They are also sarcastic and funny songs, but from album to album their songs are becoming more harsh and angry. From sarcastic song about president, you know who he is, they went to direct and almost hysterical make them die. And I found out about Anacondas also last year. Last year was a revelation year, as you can understand. (laughs) And last year I was at their concert in my city. And it was one of the best concert experience ever because they are really professionals in working with the public. They speak to public. They called on the stage two guys who knew how to play the bass and the guitar. Those guys played a song with them. You mean from the crowd? Yes. Wow, cool. Yeah, really cool. Then they let these guys jump into the crowd from Um, the stage. I was jumping the whole concert. From the stage? No, no, not of course. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) getting up and (laughs) down. i I became
1: addicted. So much fun.
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, I can't play any instrument, so I didn't get an access to the stage. But I and a lot of people around were jumping during the all the songs. And what's interesting, some of the songs are lyrical. Like, for example, the song BDSM. It's really lyrical sounding. Yeah. Yeah, but they managed to make every song like rock in their concert. And today I will speak about two songs which actually will make some, I think, nice transition from light music to more social and political one. Mm-hmm. The first one is Niozheni Kapli bolna," which we can translate like it doesn't hurt at all anymore. Yeah. Something like that. And there they sing about how already you went through all these troubles in your life, in your personal life. You had your cuts and bruises, and now you have this armor that people can't get through. Yeah. And if they want to get through, they will need a knife to get through it, to get to your heart. They will need a knife, and or they will need a hammer to shut through the thick armor of your head and get to your brain. And actually their video is really funny because they show in, I think, 20 ways or even more how to get through the depression. What what to do?
1: I don't think I've ever seen this video clip, but I really like this song. Yeah, the, the song something. is... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because the verses is like, I wouldn't say it's cheery, but it's easygoing. He's singing about this, oh, I went through this stuff, but he's singing it like from the top of his experience. He doesn't really care about that. But then in the chorus, he's like cut, uh, I don't feel any pain anymore. And it's like so energetic that you feel like this yeah. empowerment.
1: Were you slamming? Slam? No,
0: I actually hate slamming, mosh beating and so on. Oh. I usually look in from, the, from afar. What <laughs>
1: stupid people what do yeah. they do?
0: All these youngsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you are that grumpy parent. <laughs>
0: yeah. And the second song is actually for me the best song of 2019 in Russian music. It's Make Them Die. The video of this song is also really interesting. Uh, The song is based on repetition. The chorus of the song, at least, is based on repetition. They say, make them die, make them die, make them die. The lyrics are really, really metaphorical. Mm -hmm. But the video is also based on the repetition. A lot of the disturbing images are repeating one time after time after time after time. And first you would think, think like, what What the hell is going on? I don't understand anything. But this make them die repeatedly. It shows how the society tired of everything. And it's almost like you hugging your knees and you're sitting on the floor.
1: Yeah, like in the... Um House for mental mental in in
0: the mental, yeah. House and you like sitting.
1: What's going on inside you? If you yeah, and uh,
0: it's like storming you and you sit and like make them die, make them die. Because people, a lot of people don't know what to do actually in nowadays situation in Russian society. Unfortunately, the only thing that you can do is just sit and repeat crazily, make them die, make them die, please. And they're asking not the God to kill to make them die. They're asking actually Santa Claus, which is interesting. But I think it also goes to propaganda uses God a lot, like where Russians God with us and so on, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, and
1: there's in Maneточka, remember we mentioned mm-hmm. this Russian arc, it's also about God because they, yes. in Russia they use this propaganda, but not yeah. many people are believers. That's, yes,
0: mm-hmm. and I think that's why Anacontas actually took some other character, Santa Claus, and they asked him to make them die.
1: Yeah, because uh, God is not on our side.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe because, well, we don't know on whose side he is. (laughs) Let's not
1: decide for him. But we know that he exists, you know?
0: (laughs) That's what we know for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think not to get into this propaganda flow and plus not to be accused of. Hurting someone's feelings, they decided not to use God.
1: Yeah, because in two words, briefly, in Russia, we have this law of hurting feelings of believers. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very easy to break this law, I would say, because the believers are very fragile people, you know, in emotional. And maybe now I'm hurting them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pam, pam. So now, uh, guys, go to our Facebook page again, listen to these two songs. You can compare how their music was has changed from time to time. So, guys, we continue our Russian cultural takeover. And next in line is really cold name. And I'm like the guy from Siberia. I can tell you that it is cold name, but actually I think in that name also covered an action of a person. Do you understand <laughs> about whom I
1: wow. who, about whom Mom, I'm speaking? Let me let me think on that. I think you're talking about I speak, no? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) maybe I'm going to be the winner of this uh, program, you know, in the end. Do we count (laughs) points, by the way?
0: No, Ricardo is not here. He's the usual counter of the points. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, but also he would be good. Like, you know, usually there are girls, but uh, Riccardo, he's like Italian man. He takes this, you know, cardboard (laughs) with round number one. (laughs) And definitely through the studio. (laughs) It's too bad, dear listeners, that we are not on TV, but on radio.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. So,
1: back to I Speak. Um, it's a very, very interesting band, actually. And they are also very young. By the way, there are just two participants. Mm-hmm. I'm losing participants, you know, on the way of this <laughs> program. <laughs> Their names are Anastasia Kreslina and Nikolai Kastelov. They met each other in the university, which I was surprised to get to know was uh, the same university I studied. They wanted to become translators from Russian to Swedish and back, Mm -hmm. which I think quite tells a lot about their future music, because it's not an obvious choice to become a translator of Swedish. doesn't matter they didn't finish uh, the university there, both from music families, but they didn't get the proper musical education. Though what is interesting is their music, because it's something which... Again, it's very difficult to explain into words. And when I was preparing for this program, I kind of gathered again how they describe it. It's like witch house, rave, industrial, new grime, and ambient. They call themselves audiovisual terror. That is the actually the title of their Tumblr.
0: That's actually fair.
1: yeah. I think that it pretty much describes what they're doing because it's terror, yes. And it's both from music side because it's very unusual, let's say. And also what they do in visual way, their video clips are sometimes disturbing, very much disturbing, Mm -hmm. but I would say it's an art.
0: Yeah, definitely. I actually was thinking about them and maybe for some art and cinema hours I will say some terrible thing but for me actually I speak is the Eisenstein of our Ooh. yeah there because there are videos Eisenstein also was using some disturbing stuff you know he used for example a death of a newborn mm-hmm. to shock the public and show how the authority is bad and I speak also using this thing but something more disturbing than that yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, that's true. And uh, before I tell you about two songs that I picked for this program, I wanted to share with you something. Because when I was preparing for this program, when I was choosing like what to talk about, I asked my friend, mm, what do you think about this uh, list? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I like it, but I don't really like I speak. And I was like, why? He told me, mm, because I don't know where to listen to them. And then it Came to my mind that actually last year they per- performed in Hungary in Matra, uh-huh. which is like national park. It's forest; it's very beautiful. I think it's a perfect place for them to perform. And I just replied to him, Oh, in the forest." And he was like, "No, in forest you would suicide listening to them."
0: <laughs> I actually, dear listeners, a little bit of commercial. If the mm. if this thing with Corona will go away you, in autumn and the concerts in autumn, are, will be able to be the ice peak will come to budapest i think in november october somewhere around that
1: and it's very highly possible that you meet us there dear oh that's true yeah your favorite radio speakers and celebrities Ooh. of neiraj has you know? <laughs> I don't know how many people would go to see I speak and how many people would <laughs> call, go you know, to see us. <laughs> to see us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, back to disturbing topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. First, I wanted to tell you about the song called Pluck Pluck, which is actually the sound that you create. If you describe crying process to baby, to a child, mm-hmm. you would say Pluck Pluck.
0: Yeah, something like cry Cry.
1: And it's actually a song about domestic violence. You really have to see the video clip. It is disturbing, but uh, you will survive through it. It's a story of a little girl whose uh, father is a despot and they don't have good relationships in the family. The story is shown through the girl who is playing with her dolls. And we will get to know that father is not good to either her or her mother. And I will not tell you what happens in the end, but there is some shock content, dear listeners
0: yeah and uh, also this song I would like to add it's also about the patriarchal system society, society yeah. in Russia which is really patriarchic because there is this line my mother told me to listen to my husband but I'm not didn't listen to her. I'm only making worse and actually in society you can be judged. A woman can be judged if she takes the topic of home abuse. Outside, some people may say like, well, you know, we shouldn't take, you should decide it in your family, it's not yeah. the society. Which is actually really interesting because in Soviet Union, the topic, there were no personal life. Even if somebody was cheated on you, you can go to the party and they could t- strip him of the party ticket. <laughs> it but was no.
1: better in Soviet <laughs> Union, you know, <laughs> now we're going to continue. No, it's it. interesting
0: how the mentality just... Changed like completely.
1: Yeah, and uh, actually, this is a very difficult topic um, about Russia, and the problem of domestic violence is really, really, really a huge thing mm-hmm. in Russia since they actually decriminalized the oh, yeah. violence in mm-hmm. families. If someone tells, Oh, I was beaten by my husband, uh, it's like oh, it's not our business. Uh, mm-hmm. You will solve it in the family because I know that tomorrow you will come and take it back. And there were a couple of situations recently. For example, one woman like her husband just cut her oh, hands, hands yes. both, and uh, she's alive. Yeah, now she has this protest. Prosthetic. Yeah, and another uh, the hand, they they sued it back, but she doesn't can't really use it normally. And another thing is that uh, there are three girls who were suffering from domestic violence from their father, and in the end they killed them. And now still it's ongoing process. If you're curious about that, you can check it out. And uh, the society doesn't know what to do because they killed person, but they were suffering for many years because of this despot. So, dear listeners, I think I don't have enough time to tell you about the second song. I will just tell you the name. It's called Death No More, Смерти больше нет. And uh, it's worth checking, listening. It's also about Russia and its problem all together. You will find it in our playlist.
0: And, guys, thank you, Sasha, for iSpeak and you for reminding like. me one of my ba- favorite bands. Actually, the artist who I think had one of the biggest evolutions during his musical career. His name is Delphine or Dolphin. And he started his career way, way before in 1989. So in Soviet Union.
1: When I was born,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and I wasn't born like it was three years for me (laughs) still. Uh, First, he was rapping in the band called Dubowy Guy. Then, in nineteen ninety nine, he nineteen ninety one. I am sorry, he joined the band called Malchishnik. Yeah, uh, and then he also started his solo career. During the 90s his songs were less about deep meaning and more to shock public. To challenge it, banned topics swearing, sexual images in video clips. But with years he developed. The songs were becoming more and more poetic and meaningful. And in 2018 he made, as I think, his best album called 442. Delphine says that this album is actually irritated commentary on what's happening in Russia nowadays. And two of my favorite songs are actually on this album and critics really liked this album. Some of them even called it the best Russian album of 2018. Some critics said that music wasn't that new for them in that album, but the topics of the songs sounded really fresh and good. So now about the song 520. There is a really really great line that I like. They say we are owe our lives to the motherland, but I think we are more than difficult. I think so. He actually, in this song, he um, sings of how the modern Russian authorities they try to make Russian people like this simple, almost like a cattle, and they like s- saying these basic things that oh, you owe to the motherland. They take away the childhood from children by putting them in some patriotic squads, and so on. In this two line, he says that we are people and we are actually more complex than just the kettle to whom you say. There is a popular word in Russian language, mentality. Like we have this Russian mentality.
1: mentality. We're so special.
0: Yeah, know. and everything is explained by that this good thing from the west isn't for us because it's not in russian mentality and this is actually simplifying the people of russia who are actually really complex and interesting people and in this song Dilfin actually touches this topic that we are a complex people and please stop simplifying us please stop lying to us because We don't believe it, even though we hear it all the time, like the waterfall of this propaganda, but we don't believe it and it only brings hatred to us, not the loving of the motherland. And the second song is 387, and it's actually a masterpiece musically and in the video. Because in the video there are famous Russian actors and directors, uh, Mikhail Yefremov,
1: (laughs) Ooh, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and uh, Alexander Garchilin, who with his movie Acid was, I think, at the Berlin Film Festival. Uh, Alexey Serebryakov, who was in the Leviathan by Andrey Vaginshev, and they are playing like the Soviet era, and they are getting tortured. And in the song, he sings about his rainbow. Rainbow is everything that happy things that person has in his life and this rainbow takes you through your life no matter what happens to you, even the tortures. But unfortunately, this song is actual right now too in Russia because nowadays there are videos on in the internet how people are getting tortured in the police or in the prison. Yeah, we
1: hear quite a lot about situations like that.
0: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: Police is like uns. They do what they want. Yeah,
0: the system created nowadays like that, that there are tortures, unfortunately, in Russian society against Russian people. And even not only against convicts, which is also horrible, but even against people who did nothing at all just to make them say that they did something. And Delphine, Delphine actually picks up this topic and speaks out and made this masterpiece video which is also touches you because you know that was in Soviet Union, which is shown like in Soviet Union, but you know there is a problem still. And now, dear listeners, after this speech about three eighty seven, you will be able to listen to this song. And I uh, please Listen how the lyrics flow, because Dilfin is actually a great, great poet, and I think you can find even his poetry books online.
1: Yeah, but even though he sings in Russian, you can catch the... The rhythm. The rhythm rhythm of the poetry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Enjoy. So, guys, this was Dilfin for you. I hope you really enjoyed his art music. Thank you, Sasha. Me too. (laughs) And I... Hope you will look for some other stuff of his because he really deserves it also. And now Sasha will tell you about, at first you will think she will tell you about some band cinema art, but actually this is the name of the Russian band.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. You know, um I'm not sure we can talk about this uh, until night, but nothing that bad. So <laughs> the title of the band is Pornofilmy or Porn... Movies and it's a Russian punk rock band that that was created in the. A city called Dubna which is kind of Moscow agglomeration so we can mm-hmm. say that they are kind of from Moscow. They really have very simple music, very simple riffs. It will sound familiar to your ears. Don't expect something really really new, but I think that maybe I speak was enough, you know, for this program mm, with yeah, all new true. stuff. <laughs> so now give your ears some rest. What is more interesting about them? Actually I like their music <laughs> because it reminds me of my childhood. Or like teenagehood, I would say. I was a punk. Cool. You wouldn't say by me, but (laughs) yes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But um, that's enough about me. What is interesting about them is that they have really deep, interesting lyrics. And I would say that they are most political-oriented band in our program today. Because every first song is about politics, I would say.
0: Well, the band, maybe, yeah, but the single artist, I don't think so.
1: Okay, we can we can argue about that later, <laughs> because we are still waiting. But, Andre, previously you said about Daiti Tank, that they're kind of shy punk. Then I could say about pornofilme, that they are punk that actually promotes a healthy lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh.
1: So, unlike stereotypical thought about... Punk rock bands—they don't use drugs, they don't smoke, they don't drink alcohol, and all of the members of the band are vegetarians. Can you imagine?
0: Yeah, that's actually interesting, punk. But I think there is straight edge something. Straight like edge movement. Yeah, I think maybe yeah, they. Yeah.
1: yeah, maybe maybe. I think maybe. the straight
0: edge movement started to appear during their popularity years, like real popularity in 2007. Mm, at least in russia at least in russia
1: yeah quite yeah probably this these years so these guys like many other bands and musicians we were talking and will be talking about today were uh, suffering from being banned their concerts were banned and actually there were scandals about their name porn movies
0: of course of course
1: (laughs) once they decided to decline their participation in the biggest Russian rock festival called Nashestvie because they promote militarism in Našestve, because actually this festival is supported by the Ministry of Defense of Russian Federation. Mm-hmm. And there you can see tanks, you can see uh, military aircraft so- show and stuff like that.
0: Which, which can really be connected like. with rock music, actually, as the music of protest.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think the same, but uh, they think oh, differently.
0: Russian music for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I want to briefly tell you about two songs of them, because I tell you every song is a very political song and it's very important to understand the lyrics. But the first song is called «Русский Christos, which we can translate as Russian Christ, like Jesus Christ. This song is more about justice or rather injustice in Russian system. Also, they... Talk about, like, Russian Christ, Russian Jesus Christ. I will quote some part of the song. Don't kill, but if you did, then let's build a temple among the graves. How much are the words and rituals for dead bodies? I didn't steal. I just took what I wanted. Themis sews jackets in Siberia. Stupid, but, however, funny anecdote. In gold, through the unforgiven world, Russian Christ is coming. And just let me quote one more thing, because I really find it very deep. All commanders get new apartments. Oh, it's almost rhymes in Mm -hmm. English. Crying mother gets a zinc coffin. In gold across the unsafe world, Russian Christ is coming. So it's about the injustice, the, you know, these double standards, I would say, Mm -hmm, that is curse of Russian society nowadays, I think, because he starts like, don't kill. But Mm -hmm. if you did, Mm -hmm. because don't kill is one of the, what they say in Christianity, don't do, right? It's like a death sin. But still, if you did, then just build a temple, uh, give your money to charity, and Mm -hmm. you will be saved. And I didn't steal.
0: Indulgence.
1: Yeah. yeah, And like, I didn't steal. I just took what I wanted. It's not stealing. It's not uh, the same as being a thief. And Themis, who is like a titan, the symbol of uh, justice, she, she used jackets in Siberia, in Siberia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where, you <laughs> know, the, the, the worst place <laughs> in Russia? <what? laughs> wow, I <Okay>. mean, <laughs> I mean here, Siberia meaning that um, there are many prisons in Siberia, and before many years ago, during like empire, and
0: mm-hmm, during like empire, people were sent to Siberia, and this is what wo- this was a punishment actually. Punishment to be sent to them. Siberia, yeah.
1: So, and the hands like with the Russian Christ is coming in gold, Russia. Christ. So we have our own Christ, you know, our own idea, and as Andrea you said mentioned before, mentality mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah. And again, I speak too much, and I cannot tell you about another song, but you will listen to it in our playlist. It's called Pradiot. It will pass, and it was written the last year after the protests, the bloody protests in Moscow, very violent. thing. you please listen to it and try to understand what is it about. It's really inspiring. We hope, yes, we hope you enjoyed this punk rock music and you will explore it more. But now we're going to have a very amazing twist into a completely different type of music, style of music. And we're going to talk about rap music. Actually, Russian rap is very well known in Germany, at least I know, no. and uh, in Czech Republic and uh, like abroad.
0: Well, I think the artist that I'm going to speak about, well, first I will say that Russian rap music, not all of this, but a lot of this evolved into really great stuff, really, really meaningful stuff. The best example for me is Face, who was thinking about Burger and girls around him. And then he changed completely and started to say really great things, which st- which uh, touch people. But for me,
1: it's also a surprise, his transmission, yeah, because yeah. at the beginning I was like, oh, come on, it's not serious. Yeah, I would never listen to him, but yeah, then... Yeah.
0: Uh, But I will speak about the rapper, I think whom a lot of people in the world know. His name is Oxymiron. And he started posting demo tracks in 2008. In 2011, living in the dysfunctional London district of Canning Town, he released the sensational debut album, Internal Jew which is also the name, I think, of German propaganda movie from the 40s or 30s. Yeah, so this I- this was a sensational, which brought popularity outside the subculture and the G- GQ magazine actually award in the category Discovery of the Year. So Oxymiron also, I think, maybe started to be more popular in the West b- before coming to Russia. But
1: he uh, had some experience living abroad or studying yeah, abroad. He was He's actually very, very smart.
0: He was studying in uh, Oxford, mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he actually read a lot. You can understand that because he also took part in the rap battles, and in those rap battles, you could hear how he quotes the classical Russian literature, how he puts it into his rap, and this sound really great because some people try to merge Russian classic with modern stuff and it sounds creepy, cringy. (laughs) Yeah, but Oxymiron does it great. And we didn't say one thing that I wanted to say about I Speak. I forgot to say that. I will say that now. He and I Speak are one of those artists who actually not only sing protest song, they go to the protests. And Oxymoron also goes to the to the court when people are being prosecuted, and he's yeah. he protects them. He uh, goes to the all the pro- protest actions. And today I will speak about two songs, which are the first one is Polygon, which is a um, a place where you test the weapons. And he's in this song he sings that our country is now like Polygon because everybody everybody is being tested different things are being tested on Russian people, different political things. And in this song, he sings that the people who are, who are in the opposition from the nowadays authorities, they are being labeled as the agents of the national government of the USA, the USA agents and so on. And how people are being attacked for their beliefs. Yeah, uh, his, There is a line that your city is a house but it's a trap. So, like, you can't feel safe even in your own city if you are not in the line with everything. And the second s- song is "Piriplitino," which is Tangled. And here he shows how this corruption plus all this propaganda, all these double standards, all this is tangled in this ball and when you try to take one needle from it you see all this system and all this system starts to pour on you Mm. that if you touch something one of these points you will get everything and you will get punished for everything everything is connected yeah everything is not not connected because connected isn't that I think isn't that strong as tangled because tangled is like you bonded. can't get it one from, yeah. from the other you have to really tear yeah it because and tearing is like maybe the metaphor for revolution like re- really that how can you do it yeah and he shows uh, in this song that unfortunately everything is so tangled and if you are not in this tanglement you are the heretic and he says in one of the lines everything is tangled and I I will have to die as a heretic. And he is actually is the heretic nowadays for the way of how the politics is done in Russia. That's it about these two songs. The final thing about Oxymiron that I will say is that about his help in the protest, there was this case of Samaridin Rajabov, who was prosecuted for throwing a bottle at the Russian National Guard. They wanted to prosecute and put him in jail like for some years for just throwing a bottle and he made a track with him with Samaradin Rajabov and about his uh, his case and he had Samardin Rajabov lyrics and I think even vocals in his song. This the wind of change this song is called. I think that's it for today. <laughs>
1: Wow. No, I think we have to tell more to our listeners because there are not enough Russians yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no. I think we will make the second part. I really liked today's yes, program.
1: Yes, I'm voting for that. And uh, dear listeners, again, we invite you to visit our social networks, visit our podcast pages on anchor.fm, it's FM, and on any podcast platform apart from Apple podcasts but we will you know fix it soon and if you want to know something special about some Russian band write us
0: yeah you can also write us directly
1: yeah but if you don't want we still will tell you <laughs> <laughs> I have to start with the next Friday too about Kino which is Russian band as we said in the beginning and maybe we will take the next next cultural. <laughs> Or, or maybe every month? second Friday of the oh, month yeah, is going to be Russian culture. Yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> because we have a lot of bands. As a lot setting. of culture. A lot of culture to yeah. share with the world. <laughs> to share with you, yeah. We are leaving you with the with another song of Oxymiron. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, because we want you to listen as many Russian songs <laughs> as many as <laughs> as Russian songs as, as you
0: can. Yeah, which is City under the Podoshva. Yeah, Podoshva. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> which is the bottom part of your um, shoe.
0: Yeah, and today with you were Andrei
1: and Sasha.
0: Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye. What is culture without life? In our cultural program, we will discuss about the power of culture to change the comprehensions and the actions of our lives. Music, cinema, painting, books, photography, poetry and more and
1: more if you want to discover more about them we invite you to join us every friday
0: from 10 to 12 on mustari fm 89.6